hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family, and welcome to another episode of Fill Your Cup. This is another guest episode. I've been doing a slew of these recently, so I am so pumped to have another beautiful goddess on this episode with me tonight. I have my soul sister, Alexandra, on the pod with me tonight. And Alexandra, we were talking, I was like, what's your title? What can I share? And like, we, she expressed all of the things and we're like, yeah, there's no title for that. She (laughs) helps women, you know, pretty much reclaim their truth, reclaim them, own their authentic self and reclaim their expression, their multidimensionality, all of the things. Yes, I like feel I know y'all can feel this goddess's energy. I am like swimming <laughs> over here. Um, so without me even like talking like way too much and throwing up all of the things, I'm just gonna give it right on over to you, sister, and let's just open up this conversation. Yes, let's do it. I just had this smile on my face because I'm just so excited to share. The wisdom and my stories and this multidimensionality that I love to embrace and how I got there. So yeah, I feel like as women, we are, of course, so powerful and so freaking beautiful in so many ways. And we usually have been conditioned since very young age to be in lane and stay quiet and express and do this and do that at least you know i know for a lot of sisters that's the story it was for myself so since a really young age we are being suppressed and we're being told what to do and now and what to say and how to sit and how to behave so that's you know the good girl and we grew up with this, with this, you know, thoughts, with this notions that this is the way everything should be, or the way that we should act, right? And what happens as we grow older and we start having all these experiences with other, you know, people or lovers and inviting people in, into our energy, I feel like things can get a little bit um, sticky because we are conditioned and, you know, we don't know yet, don't know ourselves because we are in this, um, I will call it, hmm, yeah, like just being in this box, mm-hmm. right? And we have to be this way and yet, uh, and what happens, you know, is that we start to suppress and suppress and suppress suppressing things, suppressing our emotions, suppressing our sexuality, our sensuality, the connection of all our chakras, the connection to our sacred bodies. And in addition, not only we have, you know, the conditioning that comes from our family and society, but also the media. So when I like to think about this multidimensional woman is this woman who is ready to embrace all her layers all her different personas and mm. be okay and don't care what people think because this is my truth and this is me and this is my gift to the world and this is how I want to you know share mm. and express myself in the garden of life <laughs> Mm, 
so divine like that is so just that expression in the way that you're expressing it it's it's like making my body melt and it feels mm-hmm. like I know this for myself in my own experience right this authentic expression and owning these pieces of me and I'm actually really excited I'm sure it'll come up in the episode about the sexuality and sensuality and all mm. of those pieces because that's something that I myself am stepping into right now and really starting to reclaim and explore those pieces of me that have been so lost because of all of the things of my past growing up shit in a Catholic household for how long going to all girls mm, Catholic too. school, right? For I like in Catholic so Catholic so my whole life. Mm, yeah, like I mean not my whole life, but you know, when I went yeah, to school. Exactly. Yeah, the whole schooling life. And so <laughs> yeah, so many similarities. So I'm really excited to just hear how you've gotten to this point of like being able to be so grounded in your multidimensionality that you can express that and share that with the world oh yes well I think I learned a lot about my multidimensionality was through relationships and lovers and ex-husbands and all that thing it really came up in my relationships Mm. I feel like before when I was uh you know younger I always was really independent and and grounded and kind of like the strong girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I got into relationship, I started discovering things and a lot of the shadows came up, right? Like being in different relationships. I had like about two really long-term relationships in my life. And those two relationships were like, well, such a great teachers for the reclamation mm. of the woman that I am today. Back then, it felt like crazy. It felt like shit. It was like, ah! right. but now that I just have this, I mean, this, this, I view things in a different way. All these relationships really help me step into my through and my power. So <clears throat> I was, uh, my first relationship, it was very, very toxic and just, Mm. evolve around you know just drinking and just very um, toxic and many many levels mm-hmm. and I feel like my my spiritual awakening started from that uh, that relationship very su- subtle very very little but I did became a little bit more um not spiritual I went back to church for a little bit and that really helped Mm. for a few months because I was, you know, in such a bad, you know, uh, stage in my life that Mm -hmm. I needed something. (laughs) If I don't leave, something's going to happen. So that helped me, you know, just uh, some type of spirituality helped me realign and really leave that relationship. But what happened Mm -hmm. uh, is that as soon as I was getting out of this relationship, I was already hopping in the next one. Mm. And Back then, obviously, I didn't realize these things. I thought it was love. It was just, oh, you know, someone is going to get me, help me. But what really was is the rescue part, the codependency part. Back Mm. then, obviously, this didn't feel like that. This felt like, you know, love, right? Like, Mm. I'm just in love and, okay, I'm just going to hop on this other relationship. And what happened in that one relationship, which is my longest one, this is my ex-husband, you know, we have two kids mm. and that's, he just, my, I always say my greatest teacher mm. being in this relationship for so long within, you know, few years, the disconnection between us was huge. Mm. We grew apart. 
in all the levels. So I stay, I stay for another seven years thinking that things were going to shift and change, mm. but it never did. In the middle of those seven, in between those seven years is when I had the real spiritual awakening when, okay. Mm. Things, <laughs> okay, like. like right, was, it's like, oh, I thought I was doing it and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I and hear that you. Shifted, that shifted everything for me in all the levels within the relationship, within um, uh, myself, the way that I did things. We all go through those, you know, those first few years of awakening are super intense. And, you know, the awakening keeps coming and it's all the waves and waves, you know, now, right now, of course, we have been going through a collective one. But mm. um, that really, you know, being in these relationships and feeling the suppression and, and just, you know, not, I mean, not having sex, not being able to express myself, even with my spirituality was a thing. Uh, One day I decide to be in a women's circle. So this is actually where really the multidimensionality and the reclamation is to happen. So back in 2017, I joined a women's circle and this women's circle changed my life. It was a Mm. three month circle in person once a week. So it was like, I mean. Oh, wow. I just got major chills. That's massive. Yes, massive, huge commitment once a week. I never miss a day. I never miss a day because I was Mm. so committed because I was seeking for something that obviously I wasn't, I wasn't being able to give for myself, no matter how much freaking meditation I did, how many books I read, how many things I channel or, you know, and living in the robotic relationship that I was, you know, I have the children, of course, I have the house, everything was, you know, apparently fine. But the substance, the, the passion, the energy, the, the aliveness wasn't there. Mm. And I also was dying. I literally felt like I was dying inside mm. because I have all this so much to give. And this is not to blame anyone. It's just the way that things have to be in order to grow. Mm. But I have to, you know, draw a line on the sand and be okay, what is going to happen? So in the meanwhile, I was going to the women's circle. And this mm. is what I believe so much in the and the word that women can do in women's circle gatherings, room healing, sisterhood. Mm. Because I'm coming to the circles once a week, learning about the divine feminine, diving into really, really sensitive topics. Mm. And wow, it was so transformative just to witness other women speak their truth and talk about their pain and the things that they went through. And it was just like this healing, this healing and this reclamation was occurring simultaneously every time that we, that we gather just mm. by witnessing each other. So one, one of the first things that I learned from this, from this particular circle was that we want to be witness. Mm. I just be witness. We don't really have need to like have someone, okay, you know, like tell us what to do or this is what I suggest, but we just really need to speak our truth mm. and be heard. And oh fuck yes yeah <laughs> yes thing, right like that's yes. I know you do circles like yes 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 that's really what it is mm. um yeah the healing modalities the medicine all kinds of things are 
huge, they contribute a lot of reclamation, doing, you know, ancestral healing and all the different practices. Those are amazing, amazing tools. And, and of course, very beneficial. But what I learned from there is that we, we, we want to be witness in our magic and our truth, no matter how that looks, no matter how that crazy it might seem. That's what we all want to express, to share. A thousand percent. You are so speaking. I mean, obviously my language and the power of being seen and witnessed in that authentic, that's where we met. That's how my life changed is at that event together. And I got up and like said my truth in front of everyone. I felt my body like, I felt my body shake. And I'm like, who the fuck am I to step up here and speak this? Mm -hmm. But to be so well received by a group of women Mm -hmm. like that. Oh, God, so transformational. Mm-hmm. So I um I just kind of wanted, I guess, to pause and stop and honor that because like what a devotion to you in your heart space to show up each and every week for three months. And I want to celebrate that because that obviously was a huge piece of your story. Uh, celebrate your whole story, but that that piece was such a big pull to get you to write, you know, where you yeah. are here. Yes. So just honoring yes. that. Thank and you I ha- so much. I actually have the card nurturance right here that I pulled. And it was like, right, <laughs> planting seeds, showing up every every week, every day, every moment to your heart space to keep nurturing mm. that that seed that's planted and that seed that you express that's like that energy within that can't be tamed anymore, that like needs to get out, mm, needs to be exactly watered, needs to be tamed. nourished. Yeah. Yes, it cannot be tamed anymore. Oh my God, yes, that's so, so <laughs> a point. Um, yeah. And while I was there, uh, so th- there were a few things that brought me to this, you know, to this circle in this space, but just like, for example, I noticed that when people ask me, oh, what you do? Oh, who are you? Whatever. The only thing I could think, oh, I'm a mom. I'm, I'm a mom, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I couldn't think of anything else. That was one piece. So I just uh, labeled myself just as this, you know, woman who stays home and start working to take care of the children. And that's the only thing I did. Um, I was doing on the side things, you know, with uh, my healing business, but I wasn't really doing it seriously. It was just more like a hobby, something that I just mm-hmm. did here and there. And that was a sign for me to like, no, I'm more than that. There is more than that. And also <clears throat> just being, as I said, in a relationship that it was robotic, it wasn't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just bypassing all that just because I wanted, you know, to sustain the marriage together. And I was really uh, codependent and afraid to leave and figure out how I was going to be able to do, you know, the thing. Mm. And by being in sisterhood and witnessing women and listening to other stories, that really uh, helped me to gain strength and reclaim my true and my power. And I remember we, uh, you know, we always dance in every circle, of course. And I remember there was this song. Oh, my God. What is this song about? It was one of those women empowerment songs. Um, and it talked about independent and like, I'm independent. I do this and I do that. And I couldn't feel it in my bones because I, I didn't feel that I was there yet because I knew there was something that I was, that I had been denying for years uh, that it wasn't letting me, you know, feel that and truly embody my independency and, and many levels mentally, because again, I mean, I, and I'm not, 
the reason that I mentioned it so much, my relationship, and the, I mean, and I'm telling you, him and I, we're, so, we're good friends now, and we get along amazing, but I was really suppressed. Mm. I was, he just, it was just a lot of suppression. Like, I just felt like, almost like, I mean, I couldn't like, even express my own ideas. It was like, you know, it was just another story, but, you know, the relationship just really, uh, put me in a place where I didn't, I didn't have any confidence mm. and and I recognized all those pieces there and I started recognizing you know, my, my inviting my sexuality and sexuality to step in and embody that and one day I just just had this this just um kind of like awakening like yes I am a mother I can be the lover, I can be kinky, I can be mm. spiritual, I can be the amazing chef, I can be all the things, it's still me, it's just as precious to myself, and I want to I wanna be able to express that freely, so after the circle was done, I did wake up one day to realize that I was living a lie, and that, like literally, I, I will never forget that day, I just woke up, got out of my bed, I look around, and like this is not my reality i mean this is it like i literally this was my question that i asked myself this is it this is life this is how i'm supposed to experience love like you know like uh no and i was i'm living my life from my neck up and that's something that i also speak about a lot because i was just so concentrated on 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 making everyone happy, on, on, you know, filling everyone's cup without mine being filled, mm. that I was withering and dying. I know that sounds really intense, but it really was like that. Mm. It really felt like that. And one day I woke up and I said, you know what, this is it. I'm going to change my life and I'm going to do the thing and I'm going to reclaim my true and this relationship is not serving me anymore. Um, and I left. Mm. Uh, we we uh, I got you know filed for divorce, and that was um, <clears throat> another another Pandora box mm. <laughs> open up where where we um, I had to really step in my masculine for for a while. <sighs> yes, yes. Yeah, you want to take <laughs> a deep breath together? Um, yes, I know. This is this is wow. Is that? It's a. Uh, it's so valuable for obviously you to share, mm. but for all of us to hear this. And before I go on, yeah, let's take a deep breath, and anyone listening can join us. We'll just take an inhale in through our nose, mm. and an exhale out of our mouth. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and maybe one more, an inhale in through our nose. And an exhale out of our mouth. Mm. And you've said it just so beautifully, right? Like what we just did, sinking into the wisdom of our womb and slowing Mm. down and honoring everything that you just shared because um, it is all so magic and it is all such a piece of you and it all 
it, it, it makes sense. And I don't know how this is coming through, but it's like, I see you as that really powerful snake that's had to like slither through mm -hmm. her life, you know, but like shed her skin, but still like come mm -hmm. out with such a beautiful layer after. And it's like, you, you, you've surprised yourself. I feel like in so many ways to see this skin again. And this, mm -hmm. I just really want to honor that within you. And the, 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 the relationship piece and um, I mean I've never been married or gone through divorce or anything like that so I can't feel that however I can hear you and I can see you and I can witness you and honor that and also understand how relationships are truly our greatest teacher mm -hmm. and yes. in my experience like right now I haven't ever, ha I can't say I've felt the pain um, of not being able to like what you've, what you felt to not really be able to like even speak or share, share mm. like that. And again, just kind of taking a pause and like honoring the fuck out of you because that is something that like, when I feel like that, I feel like you said like dying. I feel like I can't like, I feel mm. paralyzed and like, what the fuck? And I all like I know that I have that safe place to communicate, but to to not to know that you don't have that place is such another level and mm -hmm. something I haven't felt, but I also know other people listening have felt that in their own ways like that. So I really just wanted to um kind of pause and again honor honor that because. I've felt the the power of again relationships teaching like that and I'm like I'm like oh yeah I've skated through duality I know the thing but hearing hearing that is um next level sister and it just is mm -hmm. a testament to your heart to your radiance and to your like fucking power you know to your truth mm, thank you thank you I'm receiving receiving all that thank you so much yeah, hmm. I get passionate in talking about it because it's just, it was a very intense period and it taught me so much. And of course, I had to go through the grief and the resentment and all the emotions and come back to my heart. Mm. And that's the beauty when I, after, you know, making the decisions that were aligned with my higher self and my deepest truth and what my heart and my womb was telling me. Mm -hmm. um, it was hard, of course, in the very beginning, but I, I trust and I kept trusting and there were days that I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, but I keep trusting and things just start unfolding, unfolding on divine timing. And just by making that decision and honoring my truth back then, uh, things just start unfolding and happening and on divine timing, the healing the the gifts the teachings so very very uh powerful experience very very and do that in, in that process of course um being becoming a single mom and having my children with me you know most of the time uh, it comes you know more lessons more lessons about our multidimensionality and how how strong as women we are uh, we might think that we are not that we are just here to serve or do this 
or Tao, what they tell us. But when really, when we die deep into our hearts and it's almost like having the ego view of our journey and we witness ourselves through all the things that we've been through and how many times we had to shift shapeshifters in order to get mm. things done and that's the uh, another layer of the multidimensionality of embracing it all and knowing that we just have this huge capacity to hold space and to give but we also at the same time as we do that we have to have really sacred boundaries Mm. That's what I love the name of your podcast, Fill Your Cup, because this is just something that is so, so important. And I know a lot of us probably heard, yes, you need to fill your cup. Sorry, <laughs> to fill your cup. But really, are you filling your cup, sister? Because that freaking cup has to be overflowing. Mm. Like, it has to be over, overflowing. So we can just keep you know we can still be in our in our sensuality in our shakti in our body moving the energy and being able to do all the things you know because we are like badasses we can do like i, I just like wow let me just get shit done yes the reason that we can do that and i see a lot of women you know who can do that is if we in a more in a more graceful pleasurable way playful way is if we're having that cup fill constantly Mm. because we can also be serving with the empty cup but what happens resentment what happens at the end of the day we are tired burnt out disconnected from our yoni from our womb just from the neck up doing everything from the neck up and mm. that's when this disconnection happens from our wisdom and our divine feminine and then we start acting more uh robotic or more like in a not so healthy masculine mm. self-care self-care is just so important so yes girl you're speaking you know what i'm throwing down sacred self-care is the <laughs> language of the motherfucking year absolutely it's um, oh yeah I love, and I would actually love to kind of, that was like my question is like, how did you start to like in that journey um, after, you know, leaving your relationship, how did you start to trust the timing and like start to nourish yourself and like truly, you know, give back to yourself? Because I mean, in my own experience, I know there was like a lot of that um, stigma around like, am I selfish for giving myself this mm -hmm. and all of the things and blah, 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 right? But like, it just seems that you, again, knowing you and your energy, you have trusted your own cycles in such a beautiful way. And so, um, I don't know, I feel like there's, there's a little more <laughs> in there for the people. That oh, there's <laughs> a lot more. There's another piece that I, I mean, I feel open to share because something else happened after that but mm. we get to that but it's just again lessons mm. and I, I do feel guided to share this piece but the way that I start giving you know my my, my self-care and love honestly one big piece was just cutting that core I gained so much I felt like like I'm thousands of bricks where you know came <laughs> where fell off on my back Mm. that was a big piece but during the process of doing all the things I I had to really just surrender to whatever was happening you know like it was a piece mm. I just had to surrender to the mess and the tears mm. and I just surrendered to that and mm -hmm. I just felt it all 
And then when I started regaining myself, like, okay, I, I, I can do this. Things are working out. You know, I'm doing the, the job. I'm dropping off the kids. Mm. All right. It's time for me to come back into alignment of who I am. So I am the woman who loves, you know, I love to do my workouts, love to eat healthy. Mm. So I started incorporating those little things slowly mm. into my routine and making the time really almost like, like how we say non-negotiable. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this is going to happen. This is my non-negotiable because I know if I do this, I'm going to feel this and that. So not really waiting for the emotion or the feeling to happen, just taking the action in order to mm. feeling. So for a period of time, I really start nourishing myself in that way. Um, meditating, chanting. Uh, I, I remember a lot of mornings before leaving to work, uh, I would just sit in a little circle with my kids. And honestly, internally, I was, you know, suffering and going through a lot but mm. I can you know just doing a little chant and just tuning in back into the sacred present moment breathing mm. and you know going back to those you know perhaps you know basic things but they're not because that would really help me to nourish myself and movement really moving, really moving. So that, that first year is kind of getting back into this new routine and whatever was happening, um, really allowing myself to, to be and, and, and bring movement. Back then I was doing just more, you know, really going sweating to the gym and super hardcore. Like I'm a, I mean, I, I used to like bodybuild. So I'm like, that's where mm. I let all my craziness out. <laughs> uh, and that really freaking helped me also connecting to, to my womb. So I did a lot of uh, my, you know, menstrual cycles using my blood for ceremony, mm. doing facials and mm. things like that. So, that, so I, I, yes, girl. Yes. Yes. Doing facials and all the things and just coming back just to the rawness of, of being, mm. being a woman and doing all the witchy things. Mm. They're so awesome. They're so amazing. Yes, they like get us lost. I feel like they, all of the rituals, you know, that um, they're so sacred to us because that we mm. get to, we get to create them in our own authentic expression. Like you mm. said, like I've had ceremony with my blood before and I'm sure it, it looks so different for you, but, but different for me, but like, look how beautiful it is that we can connect on that and, you know, like mm. open that space back up and so um I love that you shared all that and that's again kind of everything that's been on my brain recently hello with Bridget Rose is like sacred self-care and like being able to create that space for yourself and I fucking love and I haven't heard a lot of people speak on how like just taking a breath and like being in that present moment is self-care is that space of Uh remembrance yes and like how juicy it can just be like in your mind you know with yourself like you said with your kids no one else knows what's going on but you can tap into that space of like deep remembrance is what's coming through like that deep remembrance Mm -hmm. of who the fuck you are yeah, and I feel like, you know, we sometimes we take the, the breath for granted, my loves, and especially this year, wow, like, this year has been just so powerful for so much healing, so much shadow work, 
everything just coming right in front of us, right in front of our faces into awareness to, you know, transmute it to the light and just burn it away, let it go and reclaim your true and your power. We can, we can see this year in many different ways. And I mean, there is, unfortunately, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the majority of people, you know, don't see it that way, but that's why we need to do this work. And if it wasn't for bread, this is my whole point, you know, I don't want to really start focusing too much about 2020 right now, but uh, is breath, the power of breath, how many times bread has rescued me and still does every time. And then when we do it with intention, when we, we don't have to be, you know, this super like professional, like uh, what you call the uh, people who do, you know, breath work. Yes. We don't right. have, but right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say breatharians, but that's something else. <laughs> but yeah, just allow yourself just to arrive right here, right now through your bread. And when I say intentional, like taking a deep breath and just shoot that deep inhale through your, through your womb or through your heart, through your yoni, let it release and play with the energy. We are so, so powerful. And bread is just the gift to realign again. And it's always available to us. That's the most amazing thing. Mm, yes. Yeah. And it's self-care. Hello. I can I tell you how many times I'm about to lose my shit? You know, with two kids, they're always, you know, wanting something or arguing. Oh my God. It's like so crazy. Mm. Like you guys. And I'm like, oh, let me just take a deep breath. Let me think. Okay. What do you need? Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Mm. So that I don't have to, you know, say something that I want to say or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it is such a free tool, right? It's just ours. It's always ours to have. We don't need to do anything else about it. It's just remembering that it's available to us. And Mm -hmm. I think that's another piece that I know that we, you definitely wanted to talk about, but that motherhood piece, like how the fuck do you find the time to, you know, like be all of your multidimensional parts (laughs) and like, you know, like, cause I can't even speak on that. I have two dogs and like, I'll be like, yeah, I'm a dog mom, but I have no idea. So, um, I'd love for you to share, share that because I know so many people, um, will take value from that. Um, I may, I make them part of my rituals of my, of my, Mm. of my, of everything. I try my best and I give them permission to go away and do their thing. However, you know, there is times when I want to be, you know, super committed to something. Sometimes that will require for me just to waking up a little bit earlier and doing whatever I need to do in order, you know, before they wake up and, and I get my time and I just squeeze it here and here and there because they do require, they want, you know, my all my attention, especially now with school, you know, being at home is just another level. Mm-hmm. And I invite them, I invite them. So recently uh, I start working with uh, Hape. Do you know what Hape is? Hape is a snow, like I do Hape. I, I started about working with the Hape uh, for about, um, a month or so 
so and that has been helping me a lot to ground myself and be able you know just to channel uh for those who know what happy is is uh is uh, a blend of tobacco and herbs that you literally blow through your nose is uh, indigenous practice mm -hmm. and it helps a lot with you know grounding crown chakra third eye it can it feels really intense but i i love it and uh, I start, you know, doing it and I, <laughs> my, my kids watch me do these things because I want to be fully open and transparent to them. So we talk about the medicine and we talk about meditation and I invite them. So with the whole habit thing has been really interesting because I even was showing my daughter how she can um, give it to me. <laughs> so yeah and it was really cute because i was just you know teaching her making it fun like so when i wanted when i ready okay i'm gonna meditate i'm gonna do my happy and like oh can i do it can i do it for you so mm -hmm. i just invite them but there is also times that i just ask them you know okay i need my time five minutes ten minutes and mommy will be right back and they honor that and also when we move to dimensionality uh they know that <laughs> i'm just this multi-dimensional mom just mm. crazy mom that i don't know where i will be like just barking and like hey let's bark let's move <laughs> and they're like okay and they enjoy that and they also see that i take my time to take care of myself and i put myself together in the morning so that's mm. also one of the things you know that i also found like it's just like the no negotiable like oh i want to take care of myself and and, and brush my hair and mm. and feel you know like okay i feel good before i take care of them well, i mean they're already a little older they can do their own thing but mm -hmm. i just lead them by example mm. and invite them and then whenever they ask you know questions uh, uh about you know whatever it is i just really open with them and honest Mm, I love that. That's so powerful, sister. And like, it kind of like, I don't even want to use the word shock because that's not the right word. But like, I never received that as like a kid, like that's such open and honest communication. And like, also the world of the world, the world, the word multidimensionality, never heard that until right now. Um, but like the world of spiritual spirituality, I was never Ever, like open mm. to as a kid so just all of those things I wanted mm. to say I am so take like again just like mm. taken aback and like honored by like the way that you show up like so you and boldly and in your truth and like the way that you can share that and be so open and honest and like it's just that unconditional love. Like literally that's the frequency that comes out of you. And like to share that with your kids in that way is such a treat, sister. Um, mm, thank you. Yeah. And, and I'm just, you know, I feel like I'm just so grateful. I'm just, it's so, I mean, being a mom is like, oh my gosh, it's just so many lessons and just, you know, another level of things that you just get to understand and love. But I'm just also so grateful for the way that my mom raised me, even, you know, mm. it was very different, but that helped me. To, it was a foundation 
because I want to do things differently. I want to, you know, approach things differently. So for example, when I was telling you, oh yes, you know, like I, I have to take a break and go and take a deep breath because I don't want to repeat the story and I don't want to, and I also apologize to my children all the time because I do lose my shit. And I think apologizing to your children is beautiful. Mm. and just being raw and that's also part of your multidimensional you know like I'm not this perfect mom who does everything this and that and this I also lose my shit and sometimes you might see me you know crying and sometimes you might see me you know in my uh, work mode that I getting things done and sometimes you see me more in a sensual way because I also you know I allow myself to be in my sensual clothing and walk around and walk naked around the house and it is what it is it's 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 it's, it's normal is no, there's no shame on that I think that a lot mm. of these repressions and things and taboo comes from when we were kids because it was just like this weird thing that no one talked about that it was dirty and it was shame and shame mm. is just not, just not good. It's not good. Mm. So being, you know, being myself and honest and make, having them be part of, of the, my thing, the things that I do. Oh, yeah. fucking yes. Oh my God. I'm going to, can I come live in your household? <laughs> oh wow i really am just like blown away by like because i didn't have i i guess like because i didn't have that and i didn't um not to say you know that i had a a bad anything Mm -hmm. at all but it's just such so different and that open and honesty Mm -hmm. and what came through so big when you were saying that is like you are connecting these children to their emotions yes what a fucking yes. gift <clears throat> thank you. i i do and and i i uh allow you know i just i love them to feel around them to cry and uh for example you know my son phoenix is the one who is has a very strong character he gets really sensitive and upset really quickly he's a scorpio so <laughs> go figure and he lately what i have been doing instead of you know like I mean, I'm, I usually not like, oh, go to your room or like suppress him. But uh, what, something that I started doing recently and it really works well when he's getting fr- so frustrated, he doesn't want to want to talk to him or he doesn't know what to do. I ask him, what do you need? Mm. I, and it, as soon as it's, it, those are magical words. When I ask and I look at him and acknowledge him, mm. I don't, you know, not put him down because you're five years old and I'm, you know, your mom, I know better than you. When I look at him and I say, what do you need? And as soon as I said that, it's like magic. He, I need a hug or I wanted you to go with me in my room and help me do this. And yeah, yeah. It's like my kids, they have been just such amazing, amazing, you know, teachers and we learn from each other and just the beauty of, of allowing your allowing your yourself to be witnessed by your children and all your emotions. I'm not talking about like, of course, if you're like, there is different ways because, and I just want to clarify this because uh, while I was growing up, my mom was very emotional and it, well, it wasn't a toxic way because she just put so much 
baggage on me, you know, like mm-hmm. I was her little tissue. I was actually, I mean, I was more like a friend and she just told me all her sorrows and I was too young to understand mm-hmm. those things. So that is not, that's not that just, you know, mm-hmm. that in that way, but just be, you know, being human, but show your emotions in a healthy way, not using your kids as uh, a, a codependency for codependency mm. to heal your own wound no that's what happened when I was growing up like my mom literally transferred all her wounds to me and this is something in, that has been coming up and all the different processes and healings that I have been doing throughout the years because this is also that helped me a lot to be more centered doing the healing work doing you know uh, plant medicines, uh, women's circle, going back into the womb and understanding where this pattern or where this fear or where this insecurity is coming from and usually come, is transfer, is transfer, is transfer. So I am on a, I'm on a mission not only to help women reclaim their true empower, but I'm also on a mission to uh, help moms to heal the ancestral wound and stop it here right now so it doesn't get transferred to the children oh. and we can do it differently we can do it differently right now and it's just about acknowledging acknowledge that the, the spirit yeah they're in these little bodies but there is this sacred spirit spirit that who knows it might be more ancient than yours <laughs> right i love that right yeah so it takes practice it takes practice, but it's, it's so, hmm, it just, it's just, it just feels so good just to, you know, do it and do the work and speak freely about all the things. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like, when you said that about your son, I literally felt like my body melt when, you know, like, what do you need? I was like, oh, God, that feels so good, you know, to be received and like witnessed. And it goes back to our full circle point in the beginning, like of the woman's circles and the power of that and like how everyone truly just wants that, that gift to be witnessed, to be mm-hmm. seen. To take space. Yes. We want to take freaking space. We just yes. really want to take space in this magnificent universe. We are allowed, we can take space. And our stories are just so powerful. Mm. Yeah. So powerful, sister. So powerful. And thank you for sharing everything that you have. I don't want to cut off any expression if there's any other piece of your story that you do want to share. <laughs> there is another piece. Um, and I mean, I can we are not and time time is okay i time is good yeah i feel like there's something a little more to be said but i don't want to um mm. again overstep anything i want to no, no yeah no well something that i wanted to share because uh about this journey of reclamation and empowerment and stepping into my truth being the multidimensional woman that i call myself to be because i can go all the way from from you know uh, being in ceremony with Mother Ayahuasca all the way to being in the rock concert and being <laughs> super dark and kinky. And it took me, <laughs> it took me a minute, to be honest, to just emerge all of them and just be okay with all of them. 
So now that that's that's a big part of uh, what I want to share. It can look different for everyone. It's just uh, speaking your truth and just loving all the layers. But also, the part that I wanted to share that said, well, I have something else to share is about um, the healing. I mean what happens and this is also very sensitive actually this is the first time that i'm going to be talking about this in public mm. uh, <laughs> but it's okay i know spirit has been wanting me to share this uh don't let me just tune in and see how this is going to come out hmm <sighs> don't neglect your healing do not you know delay on it if you feel that you're healing there is something that needs to to shift to reclaim you feel this is something that needs to to be the fullest person of you do it i know it feels so scary and and you might feel that you're not, being going to, not going to be supported, but it just takes taking that step, especially when we are attached in, in a sexual way and in toxicity in a sexual way. When we're being shamed, we're not connecting to our womb, when we're giving the secret energy to freely, unless you know you are okay with that, like okay, I take this 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 from a place of sovereignty, but just be but if you're not feeling your cope and you're not feeling satisfied by your decisions and you're giving your your sacred womb away, um this can you know be externalized in different um I mean uh, energetical traumas or physical traumas. And this is what happened to me because I, as I already shared, I was in a marriage that it was robotic. I, I wasn't seen. We didn't have sex. Like I could count in my hand how many times we had sex a year. He had his own mental illnesses and mm. I was just there waiting and waiting and waiting to be wanting to be seen, almost, you know, like crying. No, I'm not, not almost crying, crying. Mm. <laughs> be wanted and fuck. And I suppressed so much my sexuality the a year not even a year six months seven months after leaving this relationship and already living in you know in my apartment with my kids I got really sick mm. and I thought I thought you know I had appendicitis but when I went to the doctor it turned out I have fibroids and cysts mm. and I know that this manifested in that way because I was so suppressed and so disconnected. I'm not blaming, you know, my ex-husband, although, you know, there was a contribution in there and I was in a place that I couldn't, you know, uh, made the decision or almost like gasping for air. Like, okay, I didn't know what to do, but I was so disconnected. I gave my energy away. I stay in the unfulfilling relationship for so long that this transmuted into this my wound space and and fibroids and cysts and other things conditions that I had it got to the point that this year I had to have a hysterectomy at uh, how old am I 37 <laughs> mm. I had to have a, th- a hysterectomy 
back in February. And I'm not sharing this to scare any woman or anything. This is just a reflection that comes for deep from my heart because healing, letting go of my womb, uh, I, you know, at such a young age was, it, it was intense. It was, you know, I had to grieve this womb and I'm so grateful that I had my children already. Mm. And, you know, I never thought I was going to be a mom when I was in my twenties, but now when I became a mom, it's amazing. And I'm just so grateful because I know there is a lot of women there out there who have to go through hysterectomies and this is not being talked too much. I feel like, mm. uh, the hysterectomy is not being to talk too much. It's, uh, and, and also from a spiritual um, concept, from a spiritual, you know, approach. Mm. But I know a hundred percent that this manifested because I was so disconnected to my sexuality. I have so much shame around being who the fuck I am, being, being the spiritual kinky woman at the same time just thinking from my neck up and not connecting to the sacred womb and shaming my body for the shape that it was or for the scars or for the belly. Mm -hmm. So I'm sharing this because I really want you women up there to be, um, to win it yourself. How are you speaking to yourself? How are you talking to your womb? What is the conversation that goes in your mind about your essence, your body. Who are you letting in in this sacred space? Are you doing it because you, because, you know, to satisfy someone else or just to, to just say, just to do it because, you know, it's what you do, what women do? Or are you doing it because it comes from the, the aliveness and the juiciness and the passion of your being to be making love and having sex with a lover, but because you also are being filled. Mm. And also just, you know, taking the time. We think the meditation is just all in our head and we focus on the third and the crown. Yeah, that all is wonderful and you get amazing downloads, but I want you, when you meditate, focus in your vagina. Mm. Focus in your will. Hold that yoni and channel the messages through there. Allow spirit to, to work through you, through this portal. Every day just connecting, and this is um, something, uh, especially after my, after having my hysterectomy back in February, and then literally two weeks after Corona hit, I didn't have kind of like the time to grieve about it. Like it was just mm. hop, hop, hop. Um, but now I've done some healings around it and let, letting her go with love and grace and. Mm. I am raising my crown a little bit earlier, which uh, when I saw it from that perspective, it was like, fuck yes, mm. <laughs> I want to be the crown already. But mm. it's also a journey, it's a journey, of course. But um, I do miss, of course, having my period because I did so much around my period. I mean, I was mm. like this 
blood whore who did everything with my blood. Like, yes, I got my period. And, and it's funny because now when I think about it, I got, because I have all this condition going on, I bled a lot, like buckets. So I had blood for days to do, <laughs> to do the facials, to water the plants, you know, like I said, oh all my the God. things. So now I see it from like, okay, like I ready, you know, I, I experienced, I had it, I procreated. Mm-hmm. Now I let her go, but it is a transition. But the reason that I'm, you know, one of the, it's not, not so much about what happened to me in my story. It's about the importance of the mm-hmm. connection to the womb space in your yoni. Because these things, this cutting ourselves from, you know, our lower chakras, cutting ourselves from our bodies, and you're amazing. I see your videos and I'm going to tell you, I want to do that, but I'm still kind of like, Ooh, I don't know. Like a lot of, you're so freaking like liberated and oh, you're so inspirational. I love it. I love it when you pose, you, you do this quite often and I'm like, oh my God. And just, just, you can feel your passion and your aliveness and how much you're in your body and you own it and you love it and you honor it. And that's what we need to see more. <sighs> and I know my loves, I mean, we're so conditioned because everywhere we look, we see this, uh, you know, this women that is portrayed this in this way for the media, but that's not real. That's not true. A lot of those even things is Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And, but it messes with our minds. Mm-hmm. So that's why we create this disconnection from, from our bodies and our bodies are sacred and they hold so much wisdom. So I want to invite you to just rub your body, feel it, get some coconut oil and become your best lover. Mm. Right? Mm. Sister, what a powerful transmission. I am... First off, sitting over here, touching my body. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Second off, have been full body chilled, like crying the whole time you're talking Mm. and crying in the sense of like, I feel this on such a soul emotional level, everything that you just shared. And before even moving further into, you know, anything I have to express, let's take a moment again to honor you and your expression. And like, thank you mm. for feeling so safe in the way to be able to support that, to share that because this mm. is this, like, that is my intention for this space of fill your cup is to come in into, um, community is not the right word, but you know, to come and just like talk and to jam, but in a safe and supportive space for everything on your heart that is ready to be shared to come through. Mm. Um, And you're so fucking spot on and awaken me to so many, you know, new things in my own eyes, like how, how hysterectomies number one are not spoken about at all you know this is the first time that I've ever um heard it spoken about so out loud and out loud I'm having a really hard time communicating like that's not the right word but you know what I'm saying (laughs) but this, this connection to 
reconnecting with this Mm. space that is lost. Like Mm. that is mind blowing to me and how many women go through either a force hysterectomy, right? Like no choice, but to, uh, but to let her go and no choice. Like, ah, it's just so powerful. And thank you so much for taking your, for taking your journey, for honoring you and your body. And in now this new way, like, and this is probably what I was picking up on, right? This past year that you went through of like Mm -hmm. this bigger journey. Um, so yeah, 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 you're so witchy and you, (laughs) I just want to say, yeah, it was that, that was what happened this year after we met that happened, you know, after, and then I had this huge move and all this awesome things, but yeah, that was a big part of it. And I just want to say that you, uh, your space, this container, fill your cup podcast, it feels so beautiful, so expansive and so, so safe. Mm. Like I really feel held. So this, I really, really feel hell. Like I, my heart feels so open. I even, you know, watch my posture, the way that I'm sitting. I'm just open because this is what sisterhood creates. Real sisterhood. Come as you are. Raw and pure. Then we get to have a party all together. Now I run it. <laughs> yeah. And again, like hit me on a soul level here, like super just like in my feels, I guess. But like this is what it's about. Like for real. To be able to, and like how many people, you know, like creating the podcast for me wasn't about like, oh my God, so many listens, so many views, right? But the fact of like getting on, sharing this story for me to be able to hear these shifts and experience and witness you and then to put this out in the world and to know that it's going to reach the places that it needs to reach. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is next level. And like when I even say that, it's like uh, the power of sisterhood is so powerful because as we do this work on our own separately we create this web for ourselves that connects us to these other women you know like you like me like all of the other sisters that are in our communities that we're connected with and it's this big web that's like being weaved all over the world collectively sisters brothers all of us who are on this journey together um but yeah it's like it, it is really really powerful um oof. yeah yeah. Mm, I love you. It's so amazing. <laughs> so amazing. Um, yeah, it's this is the work. This is the work. Mm, yeah, coming sister. Back. Coming back, back home. And didn't yes. we say like before we dropped in, we took some breaths together and I was like, we're in our womb spaces. I had no idea that we were going to be talking so much about the womb space and, you know, so much about Mm -hmm. our bodies, but this is like, so where I'm at in my journey for myself of, um, reconnecting with the lower half of me, 
and mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing you know that you the, like seeing me and and me being so out there and and, and in my in my it. in my element it's like yes. it's so funny cuz i still work through so much of my own like body stuff and like so much of my own like of of those things right behind behind the closed doors but for me to be able to get out there and like speak my truth in that way that's so healing for me um and so thank you for seeing that thank you for witnessing that and I don't know where my tangent just went but it's like it truly is as we do the work separately here we can just see and witness and be and grow together yes we are and we're inspiring and we um, and we don't know. You don't know who can who can you inspire with just by being you, mm. and expressing yourself, and speaking your truth, and mm. talking about the thing, and you know, posting the video or whatever it is. And I think a really big like piece of that, just that's coming through too, is like uh, everyone has their own success codes. Everyone, like you can, everyone is so unique in their own ways. And so I remember when I started to, and this just goes kind of for entrepreneurship, I guess, but it can expand into all areas of life, right? Like Mm -hmm. that comparison Avenue and like, Mm -hmm. well, she's doing it better and look at her doing it this way and this way and this way. But to Mm -hmm. truly step into your authentic truth, to truly step into you, it's about putting those blinders on almost, right? And it's about um, just doing the damn thing. Um, I love that you mentioned that because I confess that also comes really strong for me, especially this year that I just decided I'm going to do my business. I go into my women's circle. I go into my coaching and all the things, my sound bets. And it gets... It can be distracted, but we have to just keep doing the thing and stay in our lane. I know it's difficult sometimes, but it really mm-hmm. comes back to sharing. The more that you share of who you really are, everything follows. You magnetize with that. Yeah. And that that's kind of what wrapped up that point. You literally stepping into your authentic truth, speaking your truth, living your truth is that magnetism, is that success code for you. And I can't max match yours, Alexandra. You can't match mine. I can't match mm-hmm. hers. I can't match hers. But we all are so fucking powerful on our own that if we keep stepping like into our own space, right? And keep lighting up and keep celebrating our sisters when they do the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 More celebration. That's also that. Oh my God, that I'm learning. I'm learning. Be in celebration, even when shit doesn't seem like it's happening, or you, we need to be in celebration. And I think one of the reasons that is difficult for us to be in celebration because we eat because we're not being in the present moment, mm. right? Like we are not being the present moment right now. There is shit that's going to happen tomorrow, happen yesterday, but. And uh, a, a way that we can tune in into that, when someone asks you, how are you doing? Are you asking, and when the way that you reply to that, and I've been, you know, also like being more aware of this, when, how are you doing? And like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to answer that question from this moment. How am I doing right now? And usually it's pretty good, right? But if I go, oh no, yes, this and that, well, it could be better, but it's because we're either putting ourselves in the, in the future or something that hasn't even happened, a worry of the future or living in the past. So 
bring celebration every day celebration with the, the feminine is celebration is creativity celebrate the most little things mm-hmm. that's my that's actually my homework for this week celebrate celebrate mm-hmm. like i feel like i feel like celebrating after getting off of this call like this is a powerful conversation this is a beautiful transmission i'm probably going to play some music i don't know pleasure myself mm-hmm. who knows do some fun and you know celebrate Mm. And it might seem say, well, who wants to celebrate right now in this moment in time with everything is going on? But just really like, there's just so many little things that we can celebrate. Sister, mm, you just kind of like wrap that up for me because I was like, I feel these celebratory vibes. Like there is some type <laughs> of like anchoring in tonight to like go celebrate, to go anchor into this because yeah, for, 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 for myself and for you, like I feel this portal that's kind of been opened here tonight and that we're stepping yes, through, yes. right? I can yes. feel it. We opened a portal. Yes. I really can feel it. I I can feel it and I I feel uh, very inspired to go share that story uh, because I never shared the story before. (laughs) Only Mm -hmm. my, you know, close people, my coaches know the story, but Mm -hmm. I know it has to come out. It's ready. Uh, Yeah. Go celebrate yourself. Get into that beautiful body of yours and, 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 that story is truly ready to be shared from your heart whenever you're ready to go express it into other places. Um, people are ready to receive that sister. Um, yeah, absolutely. But thank you so much for jamming with me tonight, for tuning in, for just totally being fucking you. I loved this before we go into our own nights, our own celebrations. Um, where can people find you? I'll link everything in the show notes, but I just want to make sure we um, get your stuff out there. Thank you, my love. So Instagram, I'm very active there. And that is Alexandra underscore horrific. Oh, you have to probably put that in the comments. Yeah, definitely <laughs> will. <laughs> and also I have a, a women's group uh, on Facebook called uh, Shakti Rising Sisterhood. And this is where I just share a bunch of things. I do readings, I do oracles, I do, you know, uh, sound bats. I love to do sound bats. So that's uh, another place where you can find me. And yeah, those are the two places you can always, you know, send me a message if you want to jam with me, as you said, and create mm. some magic. Oh, mm. uh, yeah, I'm just super excited, super excited to connect to other people and that you feel inspired by this talk or there is something that you spark within you. I'm here to support you mm. for sure. Absolutely. It would be a truly honored. Yes, yeah, ma'am. Alexandra is such a safe place. So make sure if you're feeling called, go reach out. We'll link both of those places below. And um, yeah, we could talk forever, but we're going to go celebrate. We're going to go do our own thing. Um, so thank y'all for joining us tonight. And until next time, fill your cup family.